We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Notre Dame suffered a tough blow today when Isaiah Canyon announced on Twitter that he had decommitted from Notre Dame. Certainly a tough blow for the Irish. Uh, this kind of special edition podcast is going to go into the backstory of uh, – it's a brief backstory of what happened here, or at least the reasons for the decommitment, uh, why Notre Dame made the decisions they did about taking certain players and not others, how the, the process goes down, what they need to do here next for Notre Dame, and, and why this is a tough loss. So this, uh, from what I understand, Isaiah Canyon, wide receiver out of Warner Robins, Georgia, I guess in the last few days has kind of started to express uh, his desire to leave the class. The explanation that was given to the sources that I talked to was that he essentially didn't want to go that far away from home. He has a relative who doesn't want to fly, doesn't like to fly, uh, and didn't want him to be that far away from home. And so, uh, made the decision ultimately to decommit from the class. It happened a little faster than expected. My understanding is that uh, talking to some sources, and uh, this is already out earlier on the Irish Breakdown premium uh, message board, which you'd, you'd see it if you are if you were a member of that. But uh, essentially, this kind of happened quickly. Notre Dame thought they'd have a little bit more time to talk to Isaiah about you know, staying in the class and other options, but it happened quickly. And Notre Dame is going to move on from this one as much as they liked Isaiah Canyon. I, I think when when you don't have the support for your program at home, it's really tough to, A, get a kid to sign, and then, B, keep him there. And so I think Notre Dame is in a situation where they had to make the tough decision to say, hey, look, we love this kid as a player. I think that he can fit into what you're trying to do there academically in other areas, but – if he doesn't want to be there and the support system at home doesn't want him to be there, it's, it's just not going to work out. And that's basically where Notre Dame is. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Canyon's a very intriguing player, um, kid that ranked in the top 100 by on three, ranked number 95 in the country by on three, yet 247 and, and rivals have him ranked as a three-star. Irish breakdown grade for him was a top 100 caliber player with a very high upside, five-star upside type of player. Very intriguing prospect. He plays some quarterback, plays some wide receiver, plays some defensive back for Warner Robbins, obviously projects, in my opinion, best as a wide receiver at the next level. Notre Dame got on him early. Uh, jumped on him really fast before a lot of other big-time programs came around that helped them land his commitment in the first place. But he committed April 27th, so his commitment lasted barely over two months. And I'd say, you know, obviously the, the tough part is you lost a very talented player. The good part is is that he at least decided early enough to where Notre Dame now has all of July and then the entire fall season to figure out who their replacement is going to be. But also a tough loss because – a lot of receivers in this class have committed elsewhere, and Notre Dame has made decisions to pass on other prospects in order to take uh, take Isaiah Canyon in this class. And so he formed with Cam Williams and Micah Gilbert an outstanding one, two, three punch at wide receiver. So uh, there's no spin in this. It's like, ah, no big deal. He's not that good of a player anyway. He's a very good player. And this is certainly a, a loss for Notre Dame and, and a loss for this class because, as I said, they did want three players in this class. They were looking for more downfield vertical outside type of players. That's certainly what Isaiah Canyon brings to the table. He was my number four ranked player in the offensive class. He would rank, I believe, uh, sixth overall. I had Cole Mullins and uh, Bronte Johnson ahead of him on the defensive class, but number four class all rank as top hundred players. Uh, it's had one of the three highest upside grades in the class for me, just on raw given, God-given ability. So in that regard, it's certainly a, it's certainly a tough loss for Notre Dame, and they're going to have to figure out a way to overcome it. So let's talk about, I, I think, one of the – not 
one of the questions I get a lot is, well, this is what you get for not staying on Jason Robinson or this player, or that player. And the reality is I understand that sentiment and it's easy to say in hindsight, but that's just not practically how recruiting works. When you are going to sit, when you're at a number, your number's three and you've got players telling you I'm committed, I'm locked in, I'm not going anywhere. You have to, you have to, I mean, you have to, to a degree, take them at their word. The situation with Isaiah Canyon was tough because it's not like he was out taking other visits. This isn't a situation where, you know, he made a visit to Georgia and Alabama and Clemson and just decided I'm going to decommit. This kind of came out of nowhere recently. And this is a young man that made his official visit in June. Everything went great from everything that we've been told. So this is not something that Notre Dame necessarily had a, had a, um, you know, a, a inkling that this was going to happen. And so you, you lose this player and now you've got to kind of go back to the drawing board a little bit, but to say, well, they should have kept recruiting this player, that player, the other player, there's a greater risk that if you do that, you then force out a kid that's in your class. Cause you've told these recruits, Hey, look, we're taking three receivers. We've made the decision to pass on Jason Robinson and some other players. Cause we're only going to take three and we're focusing on next year, but then you're out still recruiting a bunch of other players it's one of those things where all of a sudden it's like, well, hold on a second. That, do you not want me? And that's something that happened with Owen Wafel. That was one of the things that, that kind of happened to Owen Wafel is they said, hey, we're only taking X number of interior players. Well, I'm in the class already. I know you're recruiting Justin Scott, yet you're still recruiting these other players. And, and obviously that proved to be problematic. So it sounds good. It's easy to say on a message board. It's easy to say on Twitter. But practically speaking, you can't just keep recruiting a bunch of players in case somebody decommits down the road. Now, are there times where you can keep a relationship going? Yes, you can keep a relationship going. And I think that's something Notre Dame has done, even with some players that that aren't on the board anymore. There's still a back-channel relationship, even though it's not an active recruitment, and you'll see Notre Dame hopefully look to take advantage of some of those. But this is also a relatively deep receiver class. I don't know if there's a lot of guys out there like Isaiah Canyon from from an upside standpoint, but there's still a lot of really good wide receivers out there that Notre Dame is going to keep an eye on. But – Look, I I have no problem being critical of the Notre Dame staff when they warn it. We've had we've done plenty of that at Irish Breakdown. This is just one of those situations where we can do the hindsight game of what they could have, should have done, but I have no issue with what Notre Dame did. They identified a player they wanted. They brought him up for multiple visits. He fit well with what they were looking for. He was bought in. He committed. They moved on when they got Micah Gilbert. That was their third guy. And they said, hey, this is our this is our class. We're ready to rock and roll. And now Notre Dame is, is kind of in a tough spot because they did make decisions. They honored their word to these receivers that they would only recruit three guys, although there was um, a common understanding that there was one receiver out there that if he wanted to come, they would still take. And I'll get to that here in a little bit. But I honestly don't have a lot of criticism for Notre Dame for this. Obviously, you'd like to keep him in the class, but Chancey Stuckey's from Warner Robins. He's from the area. He's from the same city as this kid. The kid fits Notre Dame. Simply put, his family didn't want him to go away from home. I don't know what you're supposed to do about that. And it wasn't something that was expressed to them early on. It's not like it's a situation where Notre Dame was sitting here and they said all along, we don't want him there, we don't want him there, we don't want him there. They took him anyway, and now all of a sudden things are changing. I think that as the family thought about their future and they made the decision, I have some thoughts about, if this is really the only reason, but for right now, I'm going to take people at their word and share my other thoughts on, on the, on the premium board, just to keep it behind a paywall a little bit, but that's what they say. And so Notre Dame has to move on. So then the question comes down to, 
what do you do next? Well, I think Notre Dame's overall strategy is should be at this point in time is not to rush. The, you just had lost a kid who was committed. There are other players that are committed to other schools that if you like them and you want them, then you begin that process. But I think what Notre Dame should do right now is take a step back, take a deep breath, reevaluate the board. There are kids that are have kind of emerged this summer uh, as potential guys to keep an eye on that have had good seven-on-sevens or good camp circuits that you can look back and say, hey, look, we like this kid, but we like the three we had better or we had our three. This kid came along late. So I would say reevaluate the board. I would say uh, allow your offense to go dis- to prove itself this season. If Notre Dame has the kind of offense that I think they're going to have, they're going to put a good product on the field and a product that kids are going to want to be a part of. And so I think that's a big part of this is it's going to be very tempting to just take a kid that maybe wanted to be in the class that you decided for whatever reason you weren't ready to take a commitment from, or you thought there were better players. It's easy to jump to those and fill the need just to get your numbers back. But I don't think Notre Dame needs to do that. I think Notre Dame can be patient here. And I think that can be patient for a few reasons. Number one, as I mentioned, I think they're going to put a pretty good product on the field this year as a team and as an offense. And so if you're able to do that, especially early in the season when you play Navy and Tennessee State and Central Michigan, you've got some games early where you can really put up some big numbers in, in the month of September and late August, obviously, with the first game being Navy and then into September. So you've got an opportunity to go out there and, and have some early season season success. You play Ohio State September 23rd. If you believe in yourself and who you are as a team, you're going to say, hey, we got a chance to have a really big win on September 23rd, which is still very early in the recruiting process. You've still got the USC game to bring in kids for visits. You still have the Pitt game to bring in kids for visits. You still have the Wake game to bring in kids for visits. So you still have plenty of opportunities, including a big spotlight game about a, you know, about three weeks later against USC to bring in kids if all of a sudden the you know a big game against Ohio State has kids more interested in you. And so I think there's no need to rush unless it's a big-time player that you feel is of, of equal value to, to Isaiah Canyon. There's no need to rush this, rush this decision. I think we'll see Notre Dame take their time, barring some big-time player want to jump on board, and allow this process to play out, evaluate players, take the players they really like, and continue to recruit them, even some guys – uh, I'll talk here about a couple players that I would consider moving forward that I would look at. But generally speaking, I think this is a process that needs to slow down. And with Notre Dame being so close to being full in this class, there are 20 commitments right now. They know who they want to fill out the other spots. The only old lineman they're recruiting right now is Gearby Lambert. The only defensive lineman they're recruiting right now is Justin Scott. They're only recruiting two linebackers at this point in time, Kingston Viliyama Asa and, and Bradley Shaw. They're recruiting Davis Andrews as a safety, but he's going to reclassify to 26 because he's going on Mormon mission, and they're still recruiting Caleb Beasley. That's about it. That's the board. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So then you you say, okay, well, you don't have a lot of resources there. You're already putting a lot of emphasis on 2025. And that's the other reason I would I would take my time to let this thing play out is see where you are with 2025. See what kind of players you can get in 2025. See if you can get some early commitments from some top players here in the first couple months of the season. And then you can look at it and say, okay, well, we we feel really good about where we are with this player, this player, and this player, whether it's a Taylor Taylor, Derek Meadows, Dalen McCutcheon, whoever the top players are. And there's a lot, Cooper Perry, Jerome Bettis Jr. There's a lot of talented players in that 2025 receiving class. And so you don't need to rush into a decision. You could let that play out, see what kind of momentum you can gain there. And then uh, why that matters to 24 is if you feel like, hey, we're doing really well with some big, tall, vertical guys in the 25 class, maybe that opens your board up a little bit, 24, to take a different type of player. And you don't have to focus on sort of the outside vertical guy if that's if you can't get that guy. Obviously, if you can get that guy, great. And so I think that's part of the strategy that goes into it as well. And honestly, here's where I'm at on this one. I, I would look for two types of players if I'm Notre Dame. Number one is I would look for the really talented, like highly ranked for the right reason type of players. And then I would look for some maybe some under the radar kids that that develop late. That's also partly why I would allow this process to play out. And neither one of those categories is going to be able to happen immediately. So the first category, the big time player, this is an easy one. That's Ryan Wingo, the, the five star kid out of St. Louis from University High School. I've said before. I didn't think his junior film was as, as great as I'd hoped it would be. He's still a very raw player, but he's got a lot of talent and a lot of ability. He's also a kid that's got a very academically oriented kid. Right now, Ryan is just focused on other things. He has liked Notre Dame a lot in the past. He's got a good relationship for, with CJ Carr, from what I'm told. Uh, there's just other places that are attracting him. And I think part of it is, the product on the field. Ryan is a smart kid. He looks at Notre Dame's offense and he says, you know, I, I mean, imagine he has to say to himself, you haven't put a good offensive pass game product on the field in a while. Last time you had a big time wide receiver was 2019. Before that, it was what, 2015. And then you look at other schools that are thrown for more yards. Even Georgia, who's considered a running team, is thrown for significantly more yards than Notre Dame in recent years and has won two titles. So you can understand why Ryan would be attracted to them. Tennessee last year put up a ton of passing numbers last year. You can understand why he'd be looking at them. And so with with Wingo, I would say, look, I don't care what he says to you now, if he's interested or not, as long as he keeps talking to you, I would go after him and players like him, uh, even if they're committed to other schools, and then trust that if the product you're going to put on, if you truly believe in the product you're going to put on the field this year, then you have a chance to close on one of those players. And if your product's not good, then you can you can adjust you can go to the second category. And that second category to me is players that you look at that are sort of developmental guys like an Isaiah Canyon, but maybe not quite to his level, or guys that are late bloomers, you know, guys that people don't know a lot. This happens all the time. I mean, you go look at, you know, go look at the portal this year. There's two Kent State had two wide receivers that power five teams wanted bad. 
And and so you'll see those kids kind of come on late their senior years and they get passed over because teams are full. So I would I would be willing to be patient, guys like that. I mean, keep in mind last year at this time, we didn't know who the heck Brandon Hillman was, right? And he kind of came out of nowhere and developed into a, a highly ranked player, guy that Notre Dame wanted, didn't work out for them, but that kind of player. We've seen that before. So that's that's the second type of player that I would look at. What I would not want Notre Dame to do is settle right now. And I think that's the thing that they need to be careful about. And it's going to be easy for Notre Dame fans to start saying, well, what about Quasi Gilmore? What about Jeremiah McClellan? What about Bredell Richardson? I would certainly circle back on those players and, and consider them. But, you know, there's a reason that Notre Dame decided to go in a different direction before good players all, but maybe not big time players. And they're trying to hit some home runs. So what I would do is I would just take a deep breath. You signed four kids last year. You've got two in this year's class. You don't need to rush to get a third receiver in this class. So I would take my time a little bit if I'm Notre Dame, allow this process to play out, really see if you can get some traction with the Ryan Wingo type of players, the big time players, the highly talented guys that you got to battle Georgia and Tennessee and teams like Michigan, teams like that for. And then in, in Ohio State and all those other type of programs, you're going to battle the top receivers for them. Take your shot, right? Like here, here's what I can promise. Here's the one thing I guarantee this whole process. If you don't try to go after those top guys, you are not going to get them. If you, if you don't try to go after Ryan Wingo and other top recruits, then you're not going to get them. That's a that's a given. That's an easy one. Anyone can say that. So, Swing, take your shot, right? That's what I would say to Notre Dame. Take your shot. But then also have some of those, you know, the Chad Bowden special, right? Those guys that, that Notre Dame's been able to find in the last couple of years that kind of come out of nowhere that we don't hear about. You, Who the heck knew about who Ben Minich was before he camped at Notre Dame last year? Right? Who who knew Brandon Hill, who Brandon Hillman was before Notre Dame got on him last year? Then he saw his recruitment blow up. So I think this is a staff that has shown the ability to identify really high ceiling players that maybe not a lot of people see. That's going to take some time. So don't rush. Open things back up. Reevaluate the guys you passed on. Some of those guys may make the improvements that you feel that you would need to see to go back in on them. So I mentioned earlier, Quasi Gilmore, McClellan, Bredell. Maybe they see something as their senior year start to say, you know what, man, this this thing, we didn't love this about this kid, but now he's a senior, he's improved in that area, and boom, let's rock and roll on him. And if that's the case, then go after that guy. But then be open to other prospects and be willing to, to, to go after the big-time guys. There's just no need to rush right now. They're in a good place. You've got a big-time quarterback. You've got a very talented receiver class. You had four kids from last year that, that right now the staff is very high on. There's just no need to rush. And so let the process play out. So that's what I think Notre Dame should do. Uh, when it comes to replacing Isaiah Canyon, they're going to need to do it at some point in time. He's a very talented player. There's no spinning this. It's like, ah, not a big deal. He wasn't that good anyway. I miss it. No, he was a very good player, very talented player, very high ceiling. This is a loss. The question is, okay, it's not that we you dwell on the loss, sure, but you move on, right? You say, okay, he's gone. He doesn't want to be here. It is what it is. It's a loss. Now let's focus on replacing him with somebody that's equally as good, if not better. That's got to be the goal, and that's where Notre Dame needs to be. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see this process play out. We should get a lot more recruiting news here in the month of July. This is certainly a, an interesting way to kick off the month of July from a recruiting standpoint, but we'll get some more news. Hopefully the, the news that Notre Dame gets the rest of this month will be better than this one, but still a great offensive class. They just need to make sure that they finish it off on a very strong note. So that's going to do it for this breakdown of the the current situation with Isaiah Canyon we'll be back on Monday with our regular recruiting hour I'm sure we'll have a little bit more on this but then we'll start diving into what we talked about which is introducing you all 
to the 2025 receiver or the 2025 class. Probably be a good time to talk about receivers. So we'll probably have a little conversation about receivers this week when we talk about the 25 class. So make sure you check that out. Uh, if you have not done so, sign up for our message boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com. We'd greatly appreciate that. If you're listening via podcast platform, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review for our platform. And if you're liking on YouTube or any other platform, give us a like. Make sure you subscribe to our channel uh, and check out all the content we're doing at irishbreakdown.com. And as we said, the message boards, we've had a lot of this intel out for a little while now on the, on the message board. When we find out more, we'll have that on there as well at boards.irishbreakdown.com. I promise you, you won't regret signing up for that. It's uh it's a fun place to be it's in the off-season and in-season, so definitely check that out. So thanks for joining me today, folks, on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.